Hello, this is Rise Rocket Radio, episode 193, recorded on Monday, the 30th of October, 2017, at 22.11 and 48 seconds. Yes, hello and welcome to another episode of Roy's Rocket Radio. It is the eve of Halloween and just a brief bit of personal news. I reported on the last show that I had rewritten my landing page at RoyMartha.com and it is better, but it does make me look like some kind of garden designer or something. It's way too titmarsh. I also reported that I was cleaning up and editing the blog. I did a lot of that today and corrected just so many grammatical errors. There are also huge swathes of unused pictures in my media library and I don't know if that is a result of some cock-up when importing into wordpress.com but something's not quite right. Apparently I have hundreds of unattached pictures and yet some of the posts that do have pictures and do seem to be complete seem to lack some of the pictures that are now marked as unattached. Something hasn't quite worked, but I am working on it. This week, we, or rather, I just think of it as a royal we because I'm still doing this whole dog and pony show on me, Todd. Not that I'm grumpy about it or anything you understand. Talk about season two of Stranger Things. And it's microcosm of 80s goodness. Goodness, please. I was an 80s teen, and granted, some of the movies and video games were great, but everything else was... pretty awful. Yuppies, Greed, Thatcher, Loadzer, The Falklands, and we didn't even have the sodding internet. Hmm. But let's leave that side of not-so-great 80s things behind and talk about Stranger Days. Yes, Season 2 has dropped all in one go on Netflix. Last year, we had Season 1, 2016, and we learned a lot about the background of the characters, mainly the kids, and their psychic friend, Elle. Short for 11. Now, I'm not going to spoil things too much today, but what I thought I'd do is talk about those 80 things that I spotted in the show. And it is great that we have this show around to watch and to talk about and to enjoy. But one thing does bother me. Netflix dropped the entire show but I wish they hadn't, as I'm really done with binge-watching. I've hinted or intimated in earlier podcasts that I'm beginning to get a little burned out watching things. I'd already reached the limit of things I could read a while back, and now I'm coming to the stage where it's a relief to not watch something. 
still, the one advantage of them doing that is it means that I can tell you what I thought of the entire season two in one podcast. So here goes. My short and possibly not complete list of 80s references that I spotted. First of all, of course, Aliens, without a doubt. The Aliens trilogy is well and truly in Stranger Days, from the creepy solo stalking of Alien to the action flick that is Aliens, and then there is E.T. and the X-Files, as is evidence from the constant use of flashlights and chases through the woods and BMX bikes, of course. There is the Goonies, without a doubt, obviously, with ordinary kids saving the day. There is Escape from New York in the shape of Snake Plissken's purloined, prickly, pokey, nailed baseball bat. Though The Walking Dead have flipped it, and it's now a tool of the bad guy. Oh, wait. Look what happened. I rushed, and now I have to rewind a bit. Back to Aliens. Paul Reiser is in this season of Stranger Things, so that's a callback to Aliens. It just has to be. There is the Carpenter-esque electronic soundtrack. There is definitely references to films like The Gate and Tremors. Attack on Precinct 13 from the Siege scenes. The Fog, because there's a sinister fog with things in it. Carrie, particularly towards the end of this season. And you'll see what I mean. And actually, a little aside on the end of this season... I found it incredibly moving and personally resonated with me, and you'll know when you see it, and then you will pity me. And, oh yeah, talking about Carpenter, I forgot about the thing. Man, there is so much in this. And although I'm going to talk about things that aren't strictly 80s, towards the end of this podcast, I thought I'd mention one thing here, because it is so prevalent throughout both seasons and that is the psychic black landscape with the watery bits that is so reminiscent of Scarlett Johansson's Under the Skin. And back to my show notes (laughs) now. Scanners because we have a big Sinister medical research building full of armed guards guarding the project led by a mad scientist. There is poltergeist, and we see that from the way that TVs and radios are used as a conduit to the other side. References to Stephen King's Firestarter, both the book and the film, because we have kids with psionic powers. There is Close Encounters of the Third Kind, the way that one of the characters reconstructs something from his dream and then has to try and work out what that thing is. I am being very careful not to spoil this. 
there is, of course, Jurassic Park. The old, you've got to run the gauntlet of vicious monsters to trip the breakers and reboot the computers. Which, of course, begs the question, why were you not in that damn room with the breakers in the first place? References to Catherine Bigelow's Near Dark in the shape of a van full of punky killers. There is The Warriors, too, I thought, or that might be a stretch, in the slow-mo gang walk towards the camera. There is a reference to Wes Craven's Nightmare on Elm Street, the bad but cool punk girl. Actually, the character I'm referring to is... Taryn White, played by Jennifer Rubin, a mohawked and leather-clad punk girl from Nightmare on Elm Street, Dream Warriors, 1987. And that is Nightmare on Elm Street, colon, Dream Warriors. Hey, do you think that's the first time they'd started using colons in film titles? Not sure, but I'm sure that's completely tangential, so I will go on. There is the exorcist with some hideous demonic thing possessing a human body. Dragon's there, not so much a reference as it is right there in the first episode. Do you remember Dragon's there? Oh yes, I do. So expensive and so, so difficult. It was just the machine for ripping off kids which means I take great and non-guilty delight in playing this for free today. I have already mentioned BMXs, so I don't have to do that again, although personally speaking, they were too expensive for me, and I'm assuming even some of the kids in this movie, because they are not rich kids. And I do remember in the 80s, BMXs were not cheap. There are also mullets present in the movie in one particular character this season. And I'm afraid I'm guilty. Although, in my defence, as well as having a mullet, I have had just about every haircut, good and bad, mostly bad, that you can imagine. There's the guy with a single earring. Played by the same guy with a mullet. But... Again, in my defence, I had both ears done, so just shut it. Muscle cars. They are a thing in the 80s, in America at least, but not in the UK, where if you were lucky, obnoxious and rich, 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 you could buy a Golf GTI. And because of that, I hate that car to this day. In our family's case... We had a Mini Metro, so there, not a muscle car. But honestly, in Stranger Things Season 2, only one character, as far as I can see, has a muscle car. Everyone else is driving fairly cheap, nasty vehicles, so fair enough. References that are not from the 80s. Well, of course, a Dark Lord possessing the good guy is... Lord of the Rings, and Harry Potter. But then, do you remember Ralph Bakshi's animated Lord of the Rings? 
from 1978. Sure, that's not an 80s reference, but 1978 is close enough. And if you get a chance, watch it, because I really like that version of Lord of the Rings. That was Lord of the Rings, the animated film from 1978 by Ralph Bakshi. What else was not from the 80s? Ah, yeah, well, of course, D&D, which is great, because the campaign that I host started loosely around the time I started watching the first season of Stranger Days. And it's my first campaign, so this is delightful synchronicity. And yes, D&D is not from the 80s, it's from the 70s, I believe. If I remember the Wikipedia article on Gary Gygax, correct me if I'm wrong. Now, about the show itself, considering that there are so many things from so many other bits of 80s pop culture in the show, is it actually derivative bordering on plagiaristic? I don't think so. You see, I've thought this through, and the main plot, though it is a trope, but what isn't, is original and complicated and weird. It just so happens that the main plot, cool as it is, is still secondary to what seems to be the main purpose of this show, and that is to relive 80s pop culture nostalgia. The other thing is, I really enjoy the show, so maybe I'm prejudiced and unobjective. But tell me what you think. I know that the Duffer brothers who created Stranger Days were both born in 1984 and are 33, so they were only 6 in 1990. So the 80s is not their era. As someone who was from that era, I would say that it is a fairly, although slightly idealised, vision of the 1980s. But the show as a whole is very entertaining and I'm enjoying it, so who am I to really criticise it much more than that? My only slight criticism, and I have talked about this before, is that I hope we don't get mired and stuck and drowned and bogged down in nostalgia forever. Because we need to make things now in 2017, that in 10 years' time, people will look back with nostalgia. Otherwise, it will be all a bit weird. It will be like the Matrix, and we'll be forever stuck in the 1980s, which, believe me, is not a great thing. Okay, and that was my thoughts on Stranger Things Season 2. 2017. Yes, I know I haven't really talked about the plot, but man, it's just dropped and I can't really talk about it yet because people haven't watched it. Saner people who have not box setted the entire show still need time to watch this and digest it and maybe watch it again. If you are in the process of watching it, tell me what you think and I'll read out your comments on the show if there are any. Because, weirdly, 
despite the fact that I, again, have an increasing number of listeners, according to my cPanel statistics, no one actually tells me that they listen to the show. For all I know, two people could be listening to the show, and one of those people is me actually making the show, and the other person could be me checking that the show uploaded on my own phone. Who knows? With that last little moan, that is it for the show. I'm going to record another episode tomorrow. So if you don't have anything to do on Halloween, like me, sadly, you can listen to the show. This was Roy's Rocket Radio, episode 193, recorded on Monday the 30th of October 2017, And the time at the end of the show is 11 o'clock and 20 seconds in the evening. Thanks for listening, and until tomorrow, bye for now. Bye!